everybody. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. everybody to episode 135 of stranger damies uh, we are just a bunch of first time D players uh playing some dungeons and dragons here with uh you online because this is being streamed live on twitch um because we are doing our extra life marathon if you are listening to this episode um you can donate uh still um by going to tinyurl.com slash extra life the number five um, until the end of this year, so December 21st, 2020, um, which is when they tell us this year will end. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we've had a pretty interesting, a bunch of lore stuff, a bunch of talking for the first two episodes here. So let me recap real quick, um, because hopefully we can get to the action shortly. So you guys are in uh, Maladomini on the seventh level of hell for the wedding between Balzabub and... Uh, Tribeca, known as Ariel, down here. She is the daughter of Mesopheles, the leader of the Eighth Circle of Hell. Um, or Outer Heaven, as the kids call it. Um, <laughs> you are currently um, trying to figure out a plan to sort of um, either uh, expose uh, Grazit uh, slash save uh, Tribeca. Um, and you have been told um, of Basically, what uh, everybody on Celestia and uh, Jerion had figured out, and then you were led into the fold that uh, Hudigen, someone you had ran into previously, um, was deep undercover um, as they try to trick uh, Balzabub into not taking uh, Mesosopheles into indentured servitude. Um, and so uh, he has this whole plan set up at the wedding, um, and you guys are now just trying to warn the archdevils um, to just be on guard and be ready um, at the wedding uh, for what is going to go on. Um, Pizza Tacos has uh, found a way to make himself part of the wedding um, as he uh, eliminated um, Cardito Z Queso uh, from the mix and uh, will play in the wedding band uh, with Jesse, uh, the uh, elven girl who's, who is trying to hide down here as a devil. Um, so last we met, you guys had uh, debriefed each other um, you know, back at the mansion, um, and you have another half a day here, um, uh, before wedding day. Um, I know, uh, you had been given the advice from Hudigen to talk to both, uh, Methisopheles and Asmodeus, um, and then I know you also have the, uh, plans for the officiant, so, um, Stallions, what do you do? This is still day before wedding. Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's like evening. Okay. Um, well, once again, to <clears> wrap <throat> it up, uh, Bort and I will go see Mephistopheles tomorrow. Um, does anybody want to go see Asmodeus? Anybody want to take that, take on that part of this plan? Um, honestly, I... having a, a, a night of Bahamut talk to anyone down here is probably a terrible idea. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, okay. Fred, if, if you wanted to go, I can go with you. I It's up to you. So you're not by yourself. I guess I was thinking we would just um, reveal, like, Grazit during the wedding tomorrow. And then you're like, see, he is your enemy. But I guess we could do that. I mean, they, they said that we need to at least speak to either Asmodeus or Mephistopheles about it, so maybe the safer route is to leave Asmodeus out of it for now? Does that sound... I mean, 
Um, yeah, I guess I was thinking that important pizza tacos were planning to me with Mephistopheles. Yeah. Um, okay. As much sort of my hero, and so I uh, am nervous about getting to talk to him. So. Understand. That's sort of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get starstruck on us now. <laughs> I got to meet my hero a while ago, Keyleth, uh, the voice yep. of the Tempest. I'm sure you've heard of her, so I totally get it. Mm. Yeah. Kill your heroes, guys. <laughs> did you bring? Did you bring anything to like have a autograph? Maybe you could autograph your your uh, weapon or your soul. I don't know if that's oh. possible. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. I wonder if they do Imprinted. fire fire brand autographs down here, where they just into your skin. You see, like, I, I wish I had known this. This should have been our our real mission is to get him to see Asmodeus. <laughs> I'm sure, sure. It'll, it'll it'll happen. So. Okay, sure. We'll try to meet him. <laughs> Um, so I have a question mark. I have, I want to cast Heroes Feast because it says the effects last for 24 hours. Us taking a long rest isn't going to undo that, will it? Um, it should, sure. unless it okay. says it in the spell. It doesn't. I just wanted to make sure that it, yeah. you know, is not going to be pointless for me to do yeah, that. It would normally, any of that stuff that has a time limit, they would say, you know, you know, ends at a long rest. Okay. Know. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay. Or at least that's how I will, I will rule, is that if it doesn't say in a spell that a long rest or short rest cancels it, then you're good for 24 hours. Cool. So, um, guys, before we before we go to bed, whenever that's going to be, I just want to let you know I'm going to cast Heroes Feast and give us a little bit of an edge for tomorrow. But no rush on that. Just wanted to say it before we forget later because we might. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm cool to hang out in the city. That I'm assuming I want to drink someplace, maybe get a feel for the place before we uh, hit hit it for the night. Not do go too crazy. I got to be up early, but I don't know. Because we want to go talk to Osmodius. It doesn't sound like doesn't sound like uh, Fred feels that's necessary, or he's a little scared. But I would like to try to talk to Osmodius. Okay. Um, do you want any one of us specific to go with you? Uh, whoever wants to, but okay. um, if you want to hang out in the hotel bar, then that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think this place has a hotel bar, but I'm sure there's one down the street that I could just kind of wander over to. I'll I'll join uh, Pizza Tacos. Yeah, that's probably a good idea for it. We don't oh. want you meeting too many devils. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yes. It, they get confusing. They all look the same to me. Okay. Well, for that reason and many others. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So we'll. Uh, so is it Zakara's going with Fred? That... Yeah, I can go with Fred. All right. So um, you guys exit the mansion, um, walk out of the Motel Six Six Six, and uh, head on over uh, to the uh, Crimson Roof Plus. Um, you see, uh, Marvin is posted outside. And he goes, oh, hi, Fred. Hey, um, Marvin, I'm this. Is, well, first of all, this is my friend Zakara. Um, we have information on a um, we think there's somebody's going to try to uh, try to attack Asmodeus during the um, wedding tomorrow. And we're hoping to meet with him to, like, brief him on this threat. Oh, yeah. Um... Possible for us to get a meeting with him. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Big Boss would would love to talk to you. Um, yeah, just uh, yeah, just uh, I guess, I guess I can trust you. Um, so, let's see. I'm just gonna have him roll a twenty here. All right, so he rolls an eighteen, and he uh, sort of goes, "All right, it seems like it seems like you're on the level." Uh, you know, I trust you, Fred, but, you know, this is the second different friend you brought over, so I just want to make sure. No offense, ma'am. Oh, none taken. I totally understand. So he's like, uh, all right, let's let's head on in. Uh, so you enter into the uh, Crimson Roof Plus. Um, it basically looks like every other Crimson Roof you've seen, but just uh, very uh, failed attempts to upscale it <laughs> to just be able to charge you more money. Um, so uh, you... Uh, you enter on in. Um, 
you notice that every other door is in, in on each floor as you're going up the steps um, is sort of just sealed. Like they make sure that no one else was inside any of these rooms. Um, and then you get up to the uh, penthouse um, and the big giant doors are open. You see the, uh, the light um, uh, in the background and um, uh, he goes, uh, well, so it's about as far as I go, uh, Fred. Um, I'll just do the knock and then you just walk on in. Um, to be honest, he's really not scared of anybody. So um, anybody gets to him, he he kind of doesn't really need us around. So uh. yeah, sure thing. All right, then we'll. Um, I assume he knocks and then somebody opens the door for us. Yeah, yeah. So. Knocks on the door and the door sort of opens, um, and you walk in and you see um, the giant desk um, in the back of the room, big high back chair um, that's spun around. And uh, uh, as you approach in there, um, he spins around and goes, "Who comes to see Asmodeus?" Uh, big boss, it's an honor to meet you. My name is Fred Zambrats. Um, a soldier under you in the I was a soldier under you in the blood war and this is my friend Zakara we have um, we have information on a potential threat against you and, we, uh, he, no. okay. um, and then he leans forward um, towards you and Zakara you see um, because this is your first time ever seeing um, Asmodeus uh, he has uh, an eye patch um, over over his eye, and okay. he sort of leans over and he has a bandana sort of tied around um, under his horns there, and um, he's sort of in like uh, what we in in the non-D&D world would say fatigues, um, sort of over like armor that sort of looks like camo um, over the top there, and he leans in and he goes, ah, you're Marvin's friend. Yes. Yeah, we serve together. Hey, he never sh- shuts up about the uh, the spader tiefling who could murder you without you ever knowing he was there. Aw, thanks. Sakar <laughs> <So> just <laughs> looks nervously at uh, at Fred, like, oh, <laughs> good to know. Blink, blink emoji. Yeah. Blink, blink <laughs> gift. Uh, so many great stories about you, man. I. Uh... I wish I could have brought you in under the fold, but uh, I bet there's a lot more money out there, you know, killing for those roofs up on the material plane. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cushy gig. I understand that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so what brings you guys here? Uh, you said you had information for me. Yeah. So, um, we have, uh, we thought we were investigating a plot by Tativilus. However, it um, we recently learned that it seems that Tativilus was murdered and has been um, and the demon prince Grazit has been um, taking disguising himself as Tativilus and taking his place. And um, it seems that Grazit is trying to resurrect Lucifer Morningstar in order to um, just to destroy the archdevils and take over hell. Um, we think that he's using the wedding tomorrow as uh, a trap to get all the archdevils in one place in order to, um, I guess, enact a coup. And he goes, uh, so uh, outside of all that rumor and stuff, is there any actual laws that he has broken? Um, that Grazit has broken? Yes. Uh, I mean... You know, has he... Killed your parents. <clears throat> he killed your parents. the spader at the same time. Oh. I guess. Pretty sure that's illegal <laughs> to kill his superior. Yes. And he, he looks around, he straightens up, and he goes... Give me one second. And you sort of see him turn around in the chair. And 
you just you just hear him like whispering something. Roll me a perception check to see if you can hear what he says. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, so you hear him murmuring, and uh, he's just repeating the same thing, but you can't completely make it out. Um, but it seems like uh, he just uh, gets more and more ner like upset um, as he says the word over and over and over again. And he spins around and he goes, Do you have any news about the first circle? Um, we heard that Tiamat was murdered, as well as, uh, oh, Zariel? Yes. That's and he perks up immediately. She's dead? That's what we heard. And you just, you see, he takes in this big, deep breath. He's like, oh, he will pay for his crimes. What do you need me to do? Um, like I said, we expect that uh, Grazit disguised as Tivolus, well, he's taken other forms as well, because, you know, he's a shapeshifter, but um, seems like he's mainly using the form of Tivolus, is going to spring his trap tomorrow during the wedding. Um, we're hoping that you can help us kill him and keep the archdevils alive. Okay, and he goes, <clears throat> and he looks at his rod and goes, this thing makes me up here to the law, and down here we do not murder devils for no reason. You show me Grazit, and I will kill that demon. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> while this is while this is happening, Mark, can I just do um, a perception check to s make sure he doesn't have six right. fingers? Because now right. Zakara is paranoid. Uh, uh, you're, since you're looking for something specific, make it an investigation. Investigation. Okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, thirteen. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Um. So, uh, your investigation. Um. Yields, he's got he's got his typical, you know, normal fingers that any devil would have. Um, his horns are very pronounced um, here. Uh, you know, he kind of, if you were into devils, he may be a very hot devil for you. Um, <laughs> Nobody knows what Sakara's is into. Just saying. Yeah. He's, she yeah, could he's be, very... She could be into turtles for all we know. I assumed it was Drax. <laughs> She's not into turtles. So he's... Aww. You know, there, there, there's a reason, you know, that he has ro risen to the power that he has and has, you know, the, uh, you know, the power over people. He's not as thick of a, um, of a pit fiend as you would think for the archdevil of all the hells. But, um, the, uh, you know, they're, um, but you can, y you feel the, uh, give me a, um, give me an insight check. Me. I think that would be the counter to this. Takara. Oh my god, the same thing. Uh, a little bit Get better. Get a new die. <laughs> I have four, so trust me, I'm going to do that after this. Uh, 16 this time, Just though. Just four? 16. I have four in front of me currently, but now three, because listen, that one's gone. <laughs> so it's 16. Um, you can feel that even without him wanting to do it, he has an overwhelming intimidation factor in just his his attitude and body posture right now. Like it's not towards you, but you can just feel it coming off of him, and you sort of know that. Okay, this is why eight other archdevils, you know, don't try to challenge him. Okay. Can I jump out of game really quick to say, Nightfist yeah. Esquire, thank you for the follow. We appreciate Thank that. Thank Sorry. you. <laughs> okay, if you're listening on the podcast, we're, we might have cut-ins like that, so yes, it'll be a little weirder of an episode than usual. It's authentic, <laughs> though. You know we're live. Okay. <laughs> we're live, pal. Asmodeus looks down at Fred and goes, you give me the word and I'll take him out. But I will... If you find him before the wedding, let me know. Okay. All right. Will do. And then he sort of leans back and he's sighs and goes, 
before you go into the wedding, make sure you check in with Marvin. We want to make sure there's no surprises outside. Okay. And he, uh, he's like, ah. and he sort of sees you guys like not moving and goes, want you to leave now. And he spins the chair around. Damn. <laughs> uh, give me a, uh, give me a you. perception check. Bye. Both of us. Okay. New dice. Ooh. That's a... 16. 21. Okay. So, uh, you see it, um, uh, very, you hear it very clearly, Zakar, and you sort of faintly hear it, Fred. Um, when he spins around, it sounds like he might be sobbing a little bit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, we leave. Yes. Yeah. So. On our way um, out, can I also check Marvin to see if he has six fingers? Yeah, go right ahead. Sorry. It's investigation. Leaving no stone and, unturned. Uh, Fred, give me a history check as you're walking out. Um, history check. I rolled a 21, Mark. Okay. Again. No, he's he's clean. Okay. He actually has four fingers. Oh, all right. I'm like four fingers. I gotta <laughs> make sure that's not another demon print. <laughs> uh, what was your history check? Library what? time to go check on four fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fourteen for the history check. Okay. Uh, you don't know the specifics, but you get the feeling that you remember. Um, from just being around your parents and just things you would overhear, that there was some kind of relationship between Sariel and Asmodeus. Oh, okay. Yikes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you guys uh, head out uh, of the Crimson Roof Plus, um, and then we will turn it over to, I don't know if uh, Pizza Tacos and Fort wanted to do anything at the hotel bar? Since you're there? Like, talk-wise? Is, is it just us, or is Tiresias with us as well? It's up to Tiresias. Yeah, I'm there too. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to. Uh, are we grabbing? What do you guys want? Do you want to get a table? You want to just sit at the bar? Uh, yeah, that's fine. The bar's fine. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just for in-game purposes, pizza tacos. You take them over to that bar where you were Tommy Matola. Okay. <laughs> sure. At the help. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> So the, is there a bartender here at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bartender. All right. Well, what's good here? Oh, by the way, uh, do you take do you take gold? Yeah, yeah. We we take okay. gold. We, we, don't we have know any that there's going to be some. Uh, I we, think we I were got warned that there were some non devils coming. So. Oh, yeah. that's actually a good point. Bort, yeah. how many how many souls do you have? Something along the lines of like a fin infinity. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I think I have all the souls. I'm you, see the, you see the uh, bartender's eyes get wide and goes, Infinity souls? <laughs> That's oh. what they told me, I think. It was a while ago. <laughs> I sort of won a championship fighting contest thing. They gave me some souls. Are you the champion of Stygia? I am. Uh, I never That's... thought I'd meet a champion of Stygia. Do you want an autograph or something? Uh... <laughs> no, no. First round's on me, champion. Oh, oh nice. Look at that, man. You're and hanging with puts, a celebrity. And he puts uh, three uh, drinks that are blood red in front of you. <laughs> oh. <Can I> <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a perception check. Yeah. Do we need to? Do we need to do uh, like a constitution what? check when we drink this? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Well, it's, it, it has a little bit of an iron smell to it. Mm. Uh, are these uh, are these Bloody Marys or actual blood? Uh, the um, blood of Mary. Uh, <laughs> Poor Mary. Uh, the, the disembodied <laughs> voice there got it correct. These are blood of Mary's. Okay. Yeah. That, hey, uh, that makes uh, sense. Uh, Miss uh, Bartender, what's your name? Yes. Uh, my name is uh, George. George, listen, man. Uh, <laughs> so I just wanted to talk to you about, uh, you know, like being a fighting, uh, fighting pit champion, and it's, you know, it's, hey, is that Elvis over there? <laughs> and and uh, uh, give me a uh, deception check. 
Uh oh. Not good at deception. <laughs> See if you can trip him. Uh, that is a zero. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. He's like two minus two. Are, are you trying to joke with me? Everybody knows that Elvis is on the fourth circle. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just I looked like the king. I don't know. I saw sequins. Yeah, uh, sir, uh, you deal in gold. Surely you know that we're not <laughs> looking at us. We don't really drink blood um, of people oh, named I Mary. This and he, he points over and there's like a, a dusty barrel with the thing. He's like, well, we have this thing called ale. Uh, I don't, nobody really drinks it down here. The, yeah, three ales and we'll pay for it. I, uh, I, I don't, I'm sorry for wasting this blood of, I, I'm assuming a very, uh, pure woman. <laughs> <laughs> you see him turn around um, as he grabs the, uh, the two of them. He's like, it's okay, I'll take care of him. Just give me a second. And he turns around and it looks like uh, he walks over to where the sink is, takes a peek over your shoulder, and sort of downs both of them real fast and it makes it seem like he poured them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's worse than going down the drain. Uh, there. <laughs> the third one. Oh, oh God. And then he uh, walks over and he pours, and it just takes a couple times with the lever on the on the cast on the keg, and then finally comes out. He's like, "Ah, yeah, we haven't used these in a, in a little bit," and so they're perfectly fine. Um, if you want to give a perception check on them, because pizza tacos would know better than anyone at this table. Seventeen. Oh yeah, it's definitely not. They're not stale or old. It just okay. seems like. You know, just been sitting around. It's not the freshest uh, ale you've ever had. Okay. Cool. So, All right. Yeah. Out of drinks. I it's out of game. I really don't have a plan for this. I just didn't know where pizza tacos was gonna be. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I just didn't know if you guys wanted to have a little scene. Uh, yeah. so uh, we have the drinks in front of us. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll raise my glass, gentlemen. Uh, I. I appreciate you guys inviting me on this adventure. Um, I know we've had our differences and things. I'm, I know you wanted someone else here and tomorrow's a big day. And I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of this adventure. <laughs> so to you guys. Okay. Uh, here, here. Cool. <laughs> Well, I'll down my drink. Well, I, you know, I would know. I wouldn't want anybody else helping me crash my girlfriend's wedding. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I've never left. Obviously, I've said it before, Turtle Rock. So, <laughs> it's, I, in a million years, I never would have thought I would be in the hells, getting ready to do what we're about to do. And uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun in a very weird way and you know got you know depending on what happens i hope we can all stay friends mm -hmm. well let's I hope agree. to live honestly yeah, like, i can't God. i couldn't have imagined being a little dragonborn back in the day that i'd be here in hell with an elf and a turtle <laughs> tiresias you need if we make it out of here, just be confident in, your, in yourself. You're a good dragonborn, all right? You thank, thank you. Follow, I appreciate that. Follow your heart, all right? <laughs> just, uh, and, and pizza tacos. You're a natural-born leader, man. So use that for the betterment of, of mankind. And just uh, don't be a dickhead. <laughs> That's all. Well... If we survive this, I'm retiring from <laughs> from adventuring. I think. I, I, you guys have inspired me. I feel as if, uh, you know, I shouldn't just stay in the swamp and, st you know, take care of my people. Obviously, but there, are, I've noticed that there's others out there who need help, and you guys have inspired me to do so. So, thank you. Mm -hmm. Salute. So, yeah, so you guys salute and, you know, drink your ales. Um, everybody, you go through one or two rounds. You 
you know, share, you know, stories about the adventure, you know, sort of like uh, people do the day before a big battle, um, sort of just uh, thinking having that one final conversation um, with each other. And you go back to the mansion. Um, you're joined by Zakara and Fred, and um, uh, they uh, lay out the hero's feast um, there. And uh, yeah, any uh, final words from Fred and Zakara before you guys lay down the night before the wedding here? Um, I mean, I think we're I'm going to recap like what we talked to his buddies about. Yeah. To review. Uh, grass it and it would help right right mark yep. yeah so we're gonna need a way to reveal him okay and the, uh, yeah so um you guys uh eat the best food you've ever eaten plenty of vegetables for for abort um you know um nothing that makes you sick like uh the last time you guys sat around and ate <laughs> together um uh, the uh the meal is great, uh, so uh, Jen, um, let them all know what Heroes Feast does for them. Yes. So um, we're going to eat this for an hour. Um, so this is going to have a 24-hour effect. So just just so we know, what, what around what time would it be? Like, would we have enough time for this to not wear off during oh, no, yeah, the yeah. events tomorrow? Okay. This is like 7, 8 o'clock at night. Okay, cool. Um, so you... Obviously, you'd be cured of disease and poison, um, but more importantly, you're also immune to poison and being frightened. Um, you are going to make all of your wisdom saving throws with advantage, and your hit point maximum increases by 2d10, and you will gain that amount. So do you want me to roll that, or do you want everyone to roll that, Mark? You roll it. Okay. So please hold. Um... So your hit points are going to increase by 11. Nice. Nice. Immune to poison and frighten? Um, I think it's just immune to poison. Oh, yes. Poison and frightened. Yes. Correct. And then wisdom is advantage? Yep. Wisdom saving throws with advantage. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so... Uh... So you guys uh, eat up your meal. You get you get all your uh, you know you feel stronger. You feel um, a little more confident going into tomorrow. And you guys uh, go to sleep for the night. Um, and you wake up. Um, are you uh, after you guys get the continental breakfast and all in the morning? Uh, pizza tacos. Is the whole group going with you, or are you just bringing a couple to see Mesosopheles? Um. I think the plan was myself and Bort and maybe Fred, but I don't think that, I don't know if that's necessary. I don't know if you tell me, Fred. Yeah, I think um, By the way, uh, sorry, by the way, Mark, I'm just going to switch out some spells. Okay. Um, I think I've changed my mind about replacing the officiant. I don't think there's really any reason for me to do that since we're invited and Grazit knows we're coming. And okay. also, if I do that, and then <laughs> that seems like a bad look if I ask for uh, Asmodeus, the uh, arbiter of law, to help me after I just killed somebody and impersonated them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's not do that. Impersonating them. Good so, thing. yeah. yeah. Well, I can go with you to Mephistopheles. <laughs> okay. Since I'm now suddenly free. Alright, so uh, you guys get ready, you get your um, equipment all on and ready. Are you guys going to be carrying it or are you going to put it in the bag of holding for now? What is this? Just the bag of holding. Your weapons and stuff. I'm going to put my weapons in the bag of holding, except for my gun, which I'm strapping. (laughs) Does the sword fit in the bag of holding? Of course, Sport. Everything you could probably fit in the bag of holding. But that's for another day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you die because there's no air in there. But yes, you could probably your physical body if you if we just need to carry your corpse somewhere. Mm-hmm. Rest <laughs> assured, your corpse it, could fit in here for it. In there is it? Is that what? what it's happened? just like a another, another dimension. Or, yeah, a plane of existence. Yeah, it's a pocket plane, I think. 
Right, but is it is it like space? Like it's a vacuum. There's no air. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah more yeah. or less, right? Right. Yeah, it's just a place for stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's why. That's why if you put meat and stuff in there, it's, it goes. It spoils. It's like so. the place where Optimus Prime's trailer goes when he transforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, that's a pretty good reference. Um, so yeah, so you guys uh, get ready. You you go with your plan with the bag of holding. Um, uh, so the ones going the Mesopheles, um, you guys head on in. He's uh, located at the Super Hate, um, which is right across the street from you guys because there always seems to be uh, super hate across the street from a Motel 666. Um, and uh, you guys enter in um, with it being the morning. Um, it looks like the security is a little lighter uh, than usual. Um, you uh, come up, uh, you see a guard at the door, and he sort of nods to you and goes, uh, Lord Hudujin said to let you in. Thank you. Thanks. And uh, you guys walk past. Um, and uh, you take the stairs up, you go all the way to the top, and uh, again, big double doors for the penthouse. Um, and they uh, they do the uh, same knock um, on the door. Door opens, and you guys uh, head on inside. Uh, so uh, he's just got his, uh, you know, back looking out the window. Um, so what do you guys do? Uh, hold on one second. Uh, I was going to call him Mr. Mesistopheles, but that is the name of a cat from the movie Cat from yes. the play Cats, so it's making me feel awkward. Um, Do you think you've seen that movie? <laughs> the cats are in hell right now. Right. <laughs> you probably made it. So. <laughs> Mephistopheles... Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. I know you have a big day ahead of you with your, with Ariel's uh, wedding. Congratulations, I suppose. And he uh, turns around and goes, Thank you, thank you. Uh, Hudijin let me know that you guys would be coming. And um, as you spin around, you get your first look at uh, um, Methosopolis here. And uh, he uh, has two giant, big, like, buckhorn sort of things. Uh like crescent shaped on the side with two little horns in the middle like medium sized horns probably and then two little ones coming out the bottom below the sides um, he has wings like dragon like wings um, that have little like spikes and um, on the top of each joint um, as they go out um, he has a giant uh, like trident sort of thing um, in his hands um, completely uh, no shirt nude from the top up um <laughs> You know, oh, ripped and jacked. Um, yeah, he, compared to, um, you know, the other devils that you've met in here, um, he's a lot more humanoid looking, but um, probably the, you know, from a physical looking standpoint, he is probably the strongest one you've seen um, down here. Um, he sort of has like a, um, like a skirt, like a kilt sort of thing um, that sort of just sort of flows around him. Um, down below, and he goes. Ah, so, uh, so, uh, uh, what what brings you um, to meet me here today on the day of my daughter's wedding? Um, well, sir, we have reason to believe that your life and maybe your daughter's life is in danger. Well, we know your daughter's life is in danger. Uh, we know that. Uh, who is it? Grizzit. Grizzit. Uh, Grazit? Yeah, they, these guys have been the ones talking about, so I, my details are secondhand at best. Uh, well, I know they're trying to raise Lucifer Morningstar, and I believe your daughter is the one with the, her head in the guillotine for that sort of thing. Um, I, I Sorry, I didn't introduce myself. My name is Pizza Tacos, and I know your daughter really well, but... I know her as Tribeca, uh, the most beautiful half-elf in the world, uh, but apparently she is not a half-elf. I met her on the material plane, and we're sort of in love. So you can see how this is a very awkward day for me. She's getting married to someone not nearly as handsome as I am. Um, so <laughs> it's a little weird, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yes, the, the raising a Lucifer Morningstar 
Grazit is attempting to assassinate everybody at this wedding, probably. Uh, am I missing anything, everybody? I look at the group. Oh, that's well, it. Grazit's going. got it covered. Yeah. yeah. And he's been pretending he's Tativilus, who's just some little piece of shit guy, but it's actually Grazit. Uh, we know that because he's got six fingers and he can't. The horns thing is a thing, right, guys? I'm just like, <laughs> he's a piece of tacos feels like he's talking out of his ass, but he he, he knows he's getting some of these details right. Yeah, he's a skeptor, but he can't hide his horns or his six fingers. Yes. Yeah, so Mephistopheles nods along. He goes, All right. He's like, Yeah, that sounds like Grazit. Um, I. Yeah, I defeated that little bastard during the Blood War, and then he just kept popping up through every circle down here. Um, so I'm not surprised that he's back. Um, it's a full-time job keeping those fucking demons from getting to your plane. So I wish he didn't demon, you, you know, demonize us as much because demons are evil. <laughs> you sort of you know what? Uh, this is my first time in outer heaven, and I'll never make that mistake again. I promise you that, sir. And he goes, like, so, uh, do you know, you said that he needs Ariel for his plan for Morningstar? What is that plan? So, from what we know, he has, you, he's got to open three sarcophagi, and he's already opened two. Our buddy Fred here, I don't know if you know Fred, uh, but... And his parents were sacrificed in... Where were we? What was the name of that town? Senators in Dis. Dis. Yeah, they were senators in Dis. They're dead. Uh, Tiamat's been killed. And... I believe... People in... We... Stygia? Was that... Did we wind up finding something in Stygia? I don't even remember anymore. Was there a sarcophagus in Stygia? Yeah, there was. Um, I don't know who was sacrificed there, but um, we have reason to believe that there's a third one here. I this has been so long. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of nods along. The, he's the like, he, he goes, he nods. He's like, I'm familiar of the ceremonies to raise Lucifer Morningstar. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's one of the things as the, you know, second highest in command down here. Um, that I yeah. need to be aware of, um, because there's only there's only one person that can destroy us all if we let them out. So, you know, we need to. Me and uh, have have you guys met with uh, Mosey yet? Mosey, is that a nickname for somebody? You know, big giant guy with an eye patch. You mean the you mean Big Boss? Yes, we met with him. Okay. Briefed him on this threat. Yeah, yeah, and he he nods. And he goes. All right, if you guys have explained most of this to him, he's the arbiter of law and order down here. So, um, what 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 would you need me to do? Well, I believe he said that if we get Beelzebub to sign a contract that has nothing to do with this contract, by appealing to his greed... Maybe he's looking for a luxury sedan. We could get him into some sort of agreement that has nothing to do with this wedding to help save your daughter, Ariel. Um, I believe, again, to anybody step in and tell me if I'm, if I'm speaking out of turn, but that is what I believe was told to these guys who then have um, relayed this to me. Are, are Tiresias and I there? We would have stayed yeah. back, right? Oh, we are there? Okay. Uh, I thought you said you were going to be there, right? The car or no? I don't remember. I can be there to help. <laughs> That's why I haven't said anything yet, because yeah. I didn't think I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, he looks around the room and he sees a very antsy elf over <laughs> on the right-hand <laughs> oh, side and goes... I didn't see you there before. Hi. You, uh, <laughs> you seem like you want to say something, ma'am. Uh, I, I, I could just help give details, that's all. Um, we also found out that Zariel was killed. Just wanted to mention that. And you see his face gets despondent. He's like, oh, I, uh, 
Have you? Have, did you tell Mosey that? We did. Oh. Alright, I gotta keep that in the back of my mind when Grazit makes an appearance. Uh, so, okay. Good to know. Also, if I, if I can ask something, stop trying to marry your daughter off to people that aren't me. That's a request. <laughs> well, since it is the day of my daughter's wedding, uh, <laughs> I, I can hear that request. Um, yeah, from, so, from this point on, no more trying to marry her off to people that aren't me. <laughs> oh, I am the ch I am the champion of Melora. If that means anything, does that pull me any sway? Maybe he looks maybe at you marrying he goes, her. He goes, depending on what happens today, that fact will either be a positive or a negative. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's, let's see how we get out of this situation. Okay. So he looks around. He goes, "All right. So, unfortunately, by devil law, I am bound to. I cannot stop this wedding." Because if I stop this wedding, uh, uh gets my soul. Mm. So that's a um, sticky situation for you. Yeah, when you when you break devil contracts, they sort of have a really high, you know, uh, consequence to doing mm. it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's so like trying to break a contract to... with Comcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, they're they're the worst. We don't even sign contracts with them down here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they, they, yeah, we just point them to the, uh, uh, we just point them down, down to the abyss, and, uh, yeah. As we know, Comcast is a spellcasting service in this world, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we don't want anything to do with them. That's great. We, we've been perfectly fine with our, I can't even think of one, because Horizon's shitty, too. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Fill in good cable company here, wherever you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, and he goes, okay. So I got, I can't stop it. Um, but I assume, uh, and he looks over at Fred. I'm like, I'm assuming with your background and your parents, you know, and you guys have already mentioned it, that if you get him to sign another contract with me, um, which I can write up here, um, or get Hootagen to write up for me. Um, we can get him to sign that and no one void this. Because as you guys said, that guy is very greedy. And he, uh, if you just layer everything up front of all the stuff he's going to get, and then you just put in one sentence like Void's previous contract, um, you might, you'll probably be able to slip it by him. Okay. Yeah, he does, uh, He's like, so uh, if the shit hits the fan, uh, you guys need me? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, if you're <laughs> offering <laughs> help. We expect that Grazit is going to try to spring a trap and kill all the Archdevils, and we are. Um, we hope that you can help um, help defeat him and keep the Archdevils alive. It's okay. Okay. And then he looks over at Pizza Tacos and goes, so... Um, you want me to wed my daughter off to you. Um, so uh, just for the sake, because I have a little game back here on my notes, uh, roll me a persuasion check. Okay. Twenty-eight. Yeah, so, and, you know, you go through, you know, basically explain, he goes, I tell you what, you get her out of here alive, you can take her back to the material plane. Okay, and I, I say, well, yeah, you don't have to marry her off to me, but I just let her make her own decision. Cause she's her own woman, and she could probably kill me pretty easily, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. So. And he nods. He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. Just know that uh, if shit goes down, she's probably going to want to help. So, yeah. Uh, you're not going to be able to convince her otherwise. So just be sure if you're doing anything to get her out of there, or you try and do it beforehand. And I don't know, just, yeah. Yeah. She's, she'll be really, you know, uh, and then, uh, give me an intelligence check as he sort of explains, uh, the virtues of his daughter. Three man. My intelligence checks suck. 
Uh, so I'll give it to one other person. So give it to Zakara and roll me an intelligence check because you were there too. Oh no. That's a natural, natural one, one. But hold uh, on, let me see what my intelligence. intelligence. I could look I could have luckied that actually. Uh, that, I need them. I just rolled a three, but my passive intelligence is a twenty-two. <laughs> Always gotta try. <laughs> what do we need here? What are, what are we working on? I'm trying to think. The yeah, uh yeah, just for the hell of it. That Tiresias <laughs> roll me an intelligence check because you're the only three that were in the room for something he's talking about. Okay. Hang on, sorry. No problem. And he's going on. He's like, yeah, she's. Oh. She's, like, she's, she's really good at. That's uh, a save. That's the wrong thing. I just yeah, realized. Yeah, I'll let you roll again. She's a. Uh, Fifteen. You know, she's, 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 what was that again? Fifteen. Fifteen. And he, uh, as he's explaining, you know, uh, she really, she's really good with, uh, you know, building fences and stuff like that. She made a nice little shack. And uh, she seems to be really good when I get sick, make me feel better. And um, as she says that, you remember in your head all the way back, which is why I made your character role, because I doubt you remember this. All the way back to the beginning campaign when you first met Tribeca um, and how she was able to uh, save... Uh, Annie. Who you didn't know at the time, Annie, um, when she, when that uh, person tried to assassinate her inside mm. PYT. Um, so did we remember know. that she was probably a, she, her magic felt like a really strong cleric. So it's probably a good thing the paladin noticed that. <laughs> so yeah, I did. Yeah. So um, uh, he finishes up and he goes, "All right, so um, I got to start getting ready." Uh, so uh, I will uh, see you guys in a little bit. All right? Okay. All right, and he just looks around, and he's like, I hope that, and he looks at you, Pizza Taco, and he goes, I really hope that after today I never see my daughter again. I try and make it away. That's true. And Smart. that's where we'll end the episode. Welcome, travelers. Seems like you're looking for a story. Well, I got one for you. It involves adventure, friendship, and all hey, sorts hey, of... Hey, uh, Earl, why don't you tell him about that time I stole that big-ass melon? Yeah, yeah, I, I was going for more... Or you epic. could tell him about the time I kicked her ass, Earl. I wouldn't ever tell him Do I need to get time. my ref gear on? Okay, everyone, shut up. Now come with me as I tell you a story from afar. Hey everybody, my name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar Podcast. A From Afar Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, but brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks.